Fish B, even though you're naturally somewhat oblivious, I'm gonna need you to brace yourself for some bad news, because I got bad news coming. Load up the bad news potato gun, because I'm, I'm lobbing them over the fence. <laughs> Nothing but bad news potato gun time. That's Fish B on the bass. And apparently the guitar as well. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back. Glad you're here. No time to dilly or dally. Let's get right to the terrible news. My psych was very little help. Practically none. I'm not sure I even remember what she said, but she was very little help, and this is her goddamn business, in explaining how hypnosis works. She talks to me about the kinds of people that tend to get hypnotized, the kinds of people that tend to go into the wild west of hypnotism. I'm very intrigued by this. And if you're that good at hypnotism, shouldn't you be uh, uh, robbing banks? Just throwing it out there. I mean, it doesn't seem like a tremendously moral profession in general anyway. You know, no, no one's seeking the moral guidance of the hypnotist union. If they were really that good at their job, uh, why wouldn't they uh, just rob banks or, you know, just be places they shouldn't because they're they're hypnotists and not known for their strong morals. Them and dentists. You know, if if dentists really cared about people and they were doing that much school, they'd be doctors. There's a reason they're dentists and not doctors. And now I'm wildly distracted. This is what happens when I get terrible news. My brain gets all frazzled. And we got shit to talk about today, too. But I was really hoping she was going to explain it, and then I explain it to you how hypnosis works. We were... Unlo unlock the... Uh, uh, the mysteries of the, not to keep using the same goddamn words, but uh, 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 how, how are they turning the keys, these hypnotists that, that unlock our subconscious? Like, like what, what is happening in the brain? But it turns out we actually know so little about how the brain works. Even the best goddamn psych doctor in town, and I don't mean to curse before I refer to the doctor, because they are wonderful. Even they didn't know. Even, so, so I turned to her, I go, well, well maybe, since this answer is, uh, yeah, may, maybe I'll just ask the, uh, the Skynet chat bro GPT. So that's what I did. Cause that makes sense. That's what you do now. I went and asked Skynet Chat Bro GPT, and basically got the same gosh darn answer as what uh, as what I got from my psych. Just uh, okay, all right. Now that we're three minutes and you know whatever we whatever we are deep, and the news only gets worse from there. It only gets worse from there, Fishby. In the old Washington, D.C. parlor game of uh, the debt ceiling deal or no deal. As of uh, podcast recording time, we're, we're still in no deal. And uh, the debt's right there at $31.5 trillion. I think it's important to actually say what the debt is every now and again, because I'm not good at numbers, but that seems like a big one. 31 and a half trillion. 
What's next? I don't even know what what, what comes after trillion. Don't 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 ask don't ask my psych. She, they're not gonna know. Maybe chat bro GPT probably knows. Um, but it's going to be fifty trillion dollars in ten years. Like like that's the forecast. Again, not good with numbers, but that seems like a big number. And I know they can't do it now. And I know this is very taboo, and neither political party wants to say it. And maybe they don't word it like they have to raise taxes, but they have to raise revenues. The United States government has to be bringing in more revenue because we have $31.5 trillion of debt. And I know maybe we sell Puerto Rico or something, but $50 trillion in 10 years, it's just, it's just such a big number. And when it comes to this debt ceiling deal or no deal, I've I've consulted my personal CFO and and done a little done a little research. But when it comes to the debt ceiling deal, when it gets right down to it, money makes the world go round, or maybe that's a metaphor, but what does the quote unquote real money want to happen here? What, what in a perfect world for big money, <laughs> what happens here? They get so close to a default, everyone starts panicking, the stock market gets fucking killed for a day or two, and then as soon as they thought sign the thing, there's a 10% jump, and if you're really good at playing with the money and the markets and futures and all that shit, you got a golden opportunity to make a bag, probably multiple bags. However, there's also a growing circle that thinks maybe a default isn't the worst thing in the world because it would slam the nation into a recession, which the Fed seemingly can't do by raising inflate by raising fucking interest rates because inflation is the real enemy here. And maybe you'll eat Biden along the way, too. And that's just fun, fun, fun. Who cares the suffering? The real plague on society isn't, isn't the debt. It's inflation making us poor by the day. That's what they, uh, that's what they think, Fishby. Did you catch the uh, DeSantis announcement on Twitter? It's audio only in 2023. Fishby, how does that combat the narrative that Ron DeSantis, any way you slice it, dice it, Juliana, is wildly unlikable? Wildly unlikable. How does announcing it... Uh, I, I guess Elon is a conservative hero. The Thomas Jefferson of free speech. Elon Musk. Trying to get some points there. I'll get to your questions in just a sec, Fishby, I promise. But the DeSantis strategy, I was reading about this online today. He's going to spend an unprecedented, a very overused word, but unprecedented $100 million on his ground game. $100 million to pay people to knock on doors at least five times in Iowa, the first one, of first caucus of every potential DeSantis voter in Iowa to knock on the door at least five times of every potential DeSantis voter. $100 million. 
They're also a little cheaper. They're only going with four knocks <laughs> in New Hampshire, South Carolina, and Nevada. The next, uh, I think those are all primary states now. New Hampshire for sure. Is there, are there any caucuses amongst them? All right. Kick them over, Fishby. Thank you. Yo, it's me, Fishby. And do you think Bezos asked for Sanchez's SAT scores? And what's the best advice you ever got? And when does the new podcast time start? Because that idea sucks. Thank you for your editorial contribution, Fishby. Do I think Bezos asked for Sanchez's SAT scores? I find Jeff Bezos wildly creepy. Just wildly creepy. Like, even more creepy than I find Meghan and Harry, who are creepy. But one of the creepier things about him is before he would hire anyone at Amazon, he asked for their SAT scores. He was asking like 40-year-old people their SAT scores. I guarantee he knows it. I guarantee, I guarantee he knows it. How can I guarantee that? I probably shouldn't. I, I, but my strong inclination and my educated guess by how weird he is. I almost read a story about how complicated the prenup is going to be. I can't tell you about it because I only almost read it. And what's the best advice I ever got? Don't take Renvoke if you're allergic to Renvoke. <laughs> That's great advice, you know. Thank God for medical advertising. It's gotten so, Americans have gotten so stupid. They now need to tell us don't take Renvoke if you're in, if you're allergic to Renvoke. Cool. Good advice. Also, that that I should watch The Bear, the FX show on the Hulu before season two came out, and thank God I did. One of the best shows ever. Talked about that. But the best advice ever, and I've probably brought this up before, but it's extremely pertinent in 2023 where everyone's a fucking victim. Donald Trump is a victim. Republicans are victims. Democrats. Ever. My brand is victim. Prince and Harry, South Park reference. Did I say Prince and Harry? I don't. I, I intentionally am not calling him a prince under any circumstance. Harry and Meghan. I apologize for misspeaking. It happens. But you can't, there's, your life only has one narrative. And you can't be the hero and the victim. And yeah, horrible things happen sometimes. And, and, and yes, like there's crimes and people are victims of shit. But it cannot be the narrative of your life. And the overarching grand theme, the narrative of your life. You cannot be the victim and the hero. And which one are you going to be? It's good advice. 
And when does the new podcast time start? Because that idea sucks. Well, it's, it's not my idea. Someone else. It's a nice thing to do. Even though I'm on the West Coast, they want it up by 5 a.m. Eastern. 5 a.m. Eastern from the West Coast, Monday through Thursday. Clearly, this isn't a good week. I'm still meta-adjusting. Next week's not going to be a good week either. As uh, my son gets here from Florida uh, a week from today. Couldn't be more excited uh, about that. That's, that's that's great. That's great. That's great. I mean, it's it's like a life saving thing. Like every fucking summer, it's just it's just fantastic. So uh, that happens. Uh, was 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 there anything of uh, extreme importance in the old fax machine? Very interactive show. You can find the fax number in the Reno, Nevada yellow pages. What was there anything anything wor- worth knowing from the fax machine, Fishby? Isn't Inside Kennedy a gross name for a show? That's not from the fax machine. That's one of your stupid jokes. Or, yeah, yes, Inside Kennedy would be a gross name for a show. The pride of the Fox Business Channel. I like Kennedy. I think she she's a fantastic broadcaster. She's wildly smart. I often watch the first segment of her show just because I think she's wildly fantastic. Her vocabulary, her cadence, like everything about. I mean, I mean, you got to be a nerd for the game like me. But she's she she's really really good and and quite funny too. Quite funny, and and ironically, uh, there was a time after MTV, she moved to Seattle and worked at an FM like hot talk uh, radio station called. 100.7 The Buzz, which later became a country station, fitting. Um, but I also, uh, I also briefly worked there. Our, our time didn't overlap, but uh, fun little, fun little Bob and Kennedy fact there. All right, I, and I'm assuming because that was so. I'm not even going to explain the joke. It's the the, the the other day there was there there was an inside. It's it's just come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, fish bait. Um, I've got reason to believe, but don't know for sure that we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see. I've got, I've got reason to believe. And with that, till manana, probably. Say adios, Fishby.